What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Cold Zone podcast with your hosts, Ed Stansbury and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and the coaches in the Sun City. That you think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind the scenes talk of who's dominating on Friday Night Lights. Download the Cold Zone podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia! Come on! Oh, that's too early, right? It's alright, it's alright. Oh man. Coming but not about sounding no tone. Coming and coming to summon the tone. If we wanna 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 to the sky millions of my Hey, come on, let it go. That's my favorite part. Okay. I wanna call to you on TV. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Jay, welcome everybody. Episode 13 mm-hmm. in the house. Week two just completed, dog. The cold zone, yo. Hey, <laughs> what did we get ourselves into, dog? I don't man? know, but I'm having a good time, though, dog. 6,000 downloads since wow. we started, man. Dude, that is nuts, bro. But hey, much love to El Paso, man. 13 episodes guys. in, man. Shout out to everybody, everybody uh, that is uh, downloading and subscribed to the Coldest Zone. Hit that five star. Give us your rankings, man. Uh, somebody I told last uh, last couple of episodes, I said, hey, if we're one star, give us one star. And they gave us one star. Yeah, so don't be saying <laughs> that no more, dog. Quit trying to recommend that Hit stuff. that five star, 6,000 episodes. We are bringing it to you. Oh, my. Goodness. El Paso, as we record episode 13, Jay, what's going on, dog? Hey, Ed, let me tell you, man, we're, we are we are 13 episodes deep, dog, but I think we're giving it to them real, dog. This is the way that we see it. Hey, you know, with everything else that we're going on with 915 Showcase, with with your show, Jay, 915 Showcase Live, with, yep. with, with 9OT on KTSM, yep. with Andy, Colin, Coach, mm-hmm. Stephanie Shields. Yo, we're, we're on a limited time, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're on a time crunch. 
when when we were on air, right? Mm-hmm. But with the podcast, with what we do here on the Coldest Zone, dog, we can freestyle, dog. This we is, ain't got no time constraints. No, this is like we come out here and vent. Like, and I we can't call wait to it get on the like we see it, dog. It is what it is, man. Hey, and we <laughs> too. We got our top five matchups, our uh, predictions with the panel, top view, Robert Godinez, Joseph Iglesias, Coach, the Godfather, Rick Hernandez, UJ, me, Jimmy Jesse, McClain, yep. Be the Best, and Prep One. The king of social media, Jesse Tovar. And we're rolling through, dog. So you want to start off with a, a point tally on how we're doing after week two? Yeah. So let me get at it. So, so after week one, it was uh, Coach had five points. Uh, Jimmy McClain had four. And all of us had three. Because yeah, right. We split but, up, yeah, right? But we split up, though, which was probably a, a really good thing on my end. Well, for now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we would have had four if we would have won Mountwood. But um, Joseph and Robert decided to split up, too. Yeah, man. Yeah. They yeah, need so their own I, voice, yeah, right? So I feel them on that shit, man. Yeah. Damn it. So where are we at? Well, l- listen, let's go ahead and get into these games, and then after that, we'll go ahead and see where we're at. Okay, let's, we'll do yeah. it like that. We'll yeah, do yeah. it like, that, do it like but that. Thank you, guys. Uh, we are about to break down and jump into the week two. Again, this is crazy. If you watch 9OT, you heard me say it there. This There's no other words to describe uh, the 2020 season but being crazy. We had all the cancellations, right, that affected our top five matchups going in to last week, right? Like during yeah. during midweek, we had the cancellation of Eastlake, Pebble Hills, uh, yeah. Eastwood, like so many games, right? Yeah. So that's 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 affecting us, but we're going to roll through it and we're going to do the best we can. And at the end of the day, Jay, we're just happy that on Thursday and Friday night we have a game. So if we can make it to the games this week in week three, uh, that's what we want, man, because these players, man, yo, I was I was proud of the players, right? Mm-hmm. They all put together that that Twitter uh, stance and, and we're putting out like, look, we, we just want to play. Right. And some of these guys like like don't don't forget the magnitude of what high school sports, what high school football provides for some of these kids. What provided for me and you, Jay, an opportunity at life. Right. Yeah. And so they just want to play and be able to put together a season that um, a a division one, a division two, a division three coach can look at at the end of the year and say, I want to bring this kid in pay for his education and let him play football. Let him do what he loves to do. And uh, at the end of the day, that's what we want for everybody. Yeah, but so see it in two different views, right? So as a player, I'm seeing it the same way. Let us play. I want to get out there and ball. And, you know, for like some of these seniors, like, dude, if they were to end the season, they only played one or two games and that's it, right? That's all they have, yeah. But, but me as a parent now, yeah, dude, if there's kids that are – COVID positive on that team. I'm pulling my son, dog, because you got to think of the family when you come home. Yeah. It's not just, you know, you know, like the mom, the dad, the players. For me, shoot, we're not bringing it home to Letha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So No, I understand that, man. And and, and you know the younger generation like the the cases have been going up with uh the the younger generation, right? Mm-hmm. 40 and under. Um and not so much the players, right? It's it's been from like a 20 
20 year old up to 40 that has been the the significant increase so that's the bars yeah that's that, the bars. Well, That's well, not the players no, out on the yeah, field. Exactly, exactly. But but ultimately, we don't want these players taking it home to their parents, to their grandparents that exactly. have underlying conditions and affecting them. We don't want that. We know these younger yeah. kids. These guys have been working out. They've been training. They're they're healthy. They're they're strong. But it's not them that we're worried about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's taking it back to their family, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. Uh, so, you know, we will keep on uh, pushing through, right? You wear your wear wear your fucking mask. <laughs> Shit, god, god damn. damn. Yeah, put hey. your mask on. I can say that here, right? Yeah, yeah. Put your fucking mask on. God, god damn, damn it. And let's roll with this, and ah, let's let's put together damn. a season. And Jay, let's get right into let's get into it, man. Our top five matchups, our top five predictions. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good. I hope. I'm glad you feel like that because that's not the way it turned out for you. Well, I'm. I, I got a go. lot of uh, you know. Hey, I. Just some soul searching since last night, man. We're recording <laughs> this on Saturday. Even. All the games on Thursday and Friday night. And I I want to update <laughs> some of my <laughs> stances that I have going on in this 2020 season. But uh, who are we going to start <laughs> off with? Let's start off with the Franklin Cougars, man. They took on the Mountwood Rams. God. Hey, I got this love. <laughs> I got this love-hate relationship with Montwood Rams, dog, okay, right? Okay. So you remember last year, right? Everybody was high on America's high school. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Aaron Dumas and everybody that they had. Uh, Kemp, everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And I picked Montwood Rams to take them down. And they let me down. Well, they so I've been a, li- Yeah, but they played a stacked... America's team, dog. Yeah, they did. But I'm still hurt inside. <laughs> Do you understand that? It's, it's too late. So you got to understand where I was coming from going into the 2020 season. They had to show me that they were a team that could be contenders. And week one, they did that. And week two, they did that. So you there was a lot on. of guys. Hey, listen, 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 listen. There's a lot of guys we didn't know. We knew it about Ivan Escobar, right? Mm-hmm. That was really it. We knew about Yamil Oaxaca. He was on our top five list all last season, right? Right. But there, there are some playmakers that showed <laughs> up this year in the first two weeks, dog. And, hey, <laughs> Montwood. Hey, Montwood is not a contender. These Montwood Rams is the team to beat this year. So you jumping on. I'm jumping on. I got off at the last stop on week one, <laughs> and I jumped on the Montwood train <laughs> going into okay, week two, okay. dog. I seen enough, Listen, man. I seen enough. Say, Look, hey. when you put it on film, for me, that's what that's what I need. Okay. You put it on film. I can see these guys executing. I can see the offense. I can see the defense. I can see the quarterback making plays downfield, and I can see a receiving core that says, to the East Lake Falcons. We're the number one receiving core. Oh, so you go with Mountwood all the way. Well, yeah, for now, yes. East Lake can't play for another week, man. <laughs> so for right now, I'm rolling with Mountwood Rams and Coach oh, Farmer. He got the Samoan print on the numbers, dog. Hey, man, that it's only clean. natural, dog. That is hey, clean. it's only natural, dude. Yo, I spent some time. I lived out in Europe. You jump on a train. You, you get off at the next stop, and you jump on another train, and you roll with it, dog. That's enough. That's enough because you're killing me with 
this because you were all about Burgess. But let's talk about four hours ago. So Montwood. Okay, so Franklin took on Montwood. So Franklin coming in 0-1-1. They lost to Andrus uh, in week one. A tough Montwood, loss for them. Yeah, and then Montwood, you know, obviously they're 1-0 because they beat Burgess. Yeah. So they're playing at the sack. Um, Montwood's coming in with a with confidence. I mean, 150% saying we're all the, in. All the momentum that all they need, right? Right, and Franklin's coming in saying – Let's establish ourselves. Let's establish ourselves. Yeah, they're doing some soul searching. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, their starting quarterback, um, Bird, right? Their their starting quarterback, Bird, um, is going to be out for a few weeks. So, Shea Smith stepped in, right? Yeah. And we both agree that Shea Smith is an athlete. Put him in and we'll see He is see the how... future. Right. Yeah. And he did good in his first week. Right. Yeah. You know, he threw he did throw two picks, right? Made, made a couple of bad decisions. But overall, I think we were very impressed. And you got to be impressed with the performance that he had in week one and week two. But for the Montwood Rams, Jay, like, there's no more question marks, man. We know who the players are that uh, that stepped up uh, in, in this game. And, dude, they took it to Franklin, man. Dude, let me tell you. So these guys have been saying it all, like, offseason. We're for real. The offense is for real. But like you said, you and I were like, hey, man, but you got to prove it. You have to prove it. There's just there's just no way we're yeah, going to roll with you. Because every team is saying we, we got everything we need, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? And, and until you put it on film. Dog, we're getting all this mail on social media, especially when we put out a top five, especially when we go with one team. Hey, y'all sleeping on us. Homie, yeah. you haven't put any film out. No, 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 no. Yes, exactly. You, you exactly. ain't even woke up. Right, right. <laughs> and Montwood has done that. They're they're proving themselves. And with the play, dog, man, like this defense is legit, right? And they came out strong against Franklin, man. They put up so many points. You got all these receivers. You got uh, who's the quarterback out there at Montwood? Joshua Ochoa. Ochoa, dog. He's getting the job done. Yeah, he's right. Getting, yeah, it's him and Mendoza. Is it that that no, are kind of Melendez, Melendez that are yeah. sharing time? But Ochoa is was the one that came out and started the game, and he was throwing it out there, dog. Yo, these receivers at the Montwood Rams, these dudes are balling, man. These dudes are balling. And, yo, man, I want to talk about my man. <laughs> hey, hey, hit that track, dog, because he is the real deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what that is, dog? Hey, dog. <laughs> more money, more problems. Our boy, Aaron Morales, dude. Aaron Mo Morales, dog. Yo, he is a game changer. Eight receptions. Let me tell you what he does. That's real, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, eight receptions, 78 yards. uh, uh, This last week, last night, and Friday night's matchup. But it's not just... Aaron Morales, more money, more problems, dog. Hey, it's Yamil Oaxaca. It's 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 Cardenas. Dude, it's, it's Sal Soto, dude. Sal Soto was taking it to the house. Yo, they're 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 saying, look, Eastlake has has yeah. Matt Jones. Yep. They got Blas. They got my new homie Michael, right? Yep. yep. And Mom was saying, yo, we are the number one receiving core in this city. 
And if the quarterback can keep feeding them, dog, who is going to stop the Montwell Rams? Dog, let me tell you, they they obviously have like a word in the game now. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. sitting at the table now. Yeah. Because, but the east side, just overall, dog, let me let me go and take a step back. Overall, east, uh, you know, you've got East Lake, you got Montwood. Dog, there's some ballers, dog. Yeah, man. Like, I'm proud of them. Like, this th- this makes me happy that we have that kind of caliber here in El Paso, dude. Yeah, the fact that Fama and the Montwood, because I've heard, like, their feeder schools going in, like, these teams are legit. Like, they are running shop mm-hmm. at the middle school level, at the freshman level, at the JV level. And for Fama, like, that is just a blessing. And Fama is a good enough coach. His staff is good that they they are saying, look, look at the Montwood Rams. We are the team to beat year in and year out, dog. Dog, I really hope that they stay focused Keep the head down, go straight, and just go forward. Because when they go against Eastlake, I'm there. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if how we, get if there. we make it to that game, dog, we're going <laughs> to be there. there. But, there. you know, not, not to discredit Franklin because they came out in the second half and put some points up, dog. Hey, Clark on Franklin, this dude scored 14 points Yo. in a matter of minutes, right? Yo, Devin Clark. Had a total of like 300 total yards. Wow. Kick return. I think he had about 280 yards. He started yards. He started last year off that way, right? Yeah. And then he got hurt. So he's picking up where he left off. Yeah. He he is an impact player. So we're not a game changer. On him. Yeah. 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 So that's what Franklin needs. They need that help on, on that team to help with the young freshman quarterback, Shea Smith, until uh, the, the, the starter – Bird, Bird is ready to go. Dog. And if he's ready to go, because I, I don't think they're going to just put Shea Smith on the bench when Bird is ready to come back. I suspect that Coach Walker, Coach Ruben Torres, they're going to do some type of uh, divvying up the time out there on the field and let them get both get reps out there. Dog, Franklin running game needs to step up. Look, listen, like I know that they put powers back there. And that's cool. He's a good running back. Hey, Stephen Powers, yo, yo. Hey, he's we know his brother was was fast at linebacker. Stephen Powers, he's not a wrestler like his brother was. He's a trackster. He got wheels on him, and I love that move that they did, putting him in the backfield and giving them those carries. And he was running that rock, and he was running hard. Remember, dog, he had that pick six, took Mm -hmm. it to the zone. And then had that twenty yard touchdown in the second half, back to back. Yeah, dog. But to bring need, Franklin back into the game, they, they need, need to start. They need another running back, dog. They have running backs there. They need to step up. They really need to step up because they're putting all the pressure on Shea Smith. Um, it's fantastic that Clark and Power step up because their seniors are like, hey. We ain't going to let you down. But that running game needs to step up, dog. Yeah, well. They need to put somebody in there and step up. Well, maybe Powers is the answer, dog. Like, let him go both ways. He's a good enough athlete. We saw that in his brother. They got a strong bloodline. Let him do that work on both sides. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it like that. I, and I'll be honest with you. Powers is a phenomenal linebacker, dog. He is a great linebacker. Putting him at fullback or at running back. I mean, that's cool, goal line, 20 yards, 30 yards, but he's exhausted. I mean, dog, we saw the game yesterday. He didn't even come off the field for like yeah, 
four or five series. Yeah, we saw the offense running off, and he he's, was, he's the he only one standing right out there. there. He had his hands on his hips, like damn. I mean, you got to make it work, however you can, man. But I don't see how yeah, you put get, powers on on the sideline when the offense is out there when he can help help the offense out. Well, I mean, it is what it is. They're going to have to do it. So. Yeah. But anyway, what was the uh, what was the final score on that uh, Franklin and Mountwood? I know final. That- so Franklin Franklin mounted a comeback. Final score: Mountwood Rams forty nine, Franklin Cougars thirty five. All right. So let me look at the panel. So this was a unanimous pick. So we all picked Mountwood to win that game. Yeah. So we all got a point. So coach is still ahead. Okay. Damn it. All right. All right. Now let's go to go to the next game. Okay. Let's go to Burgess took on Del Valle. Oh, man. Took on Del Valle, dude. So before we get going, you've been riding this this Burgess train for a minute. Hey, well, I stopped off that at that train stop for, for Montwood. I, I had that same stop <laughs> at, uh, for the Burgess Mustangs, oh dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, 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 look, Jesus. as an analyst, listen to me. As an analyst, as an expert, I got to see <laughs> what you're doing out there. I can't be vouching for you if you're not going out there and executing well, let me and t- playing out there on Friday night, let man. Let me tell you. Hey, what is born? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, my dude has been balling. I give you credit, dog. So don't sleep on my dude, Joel Serrano. Uh, You coming coming with the musicals and everything else? Stop sleeping on me. Stop sleeping on me. Stop sleeping on me. Hey, Joel Serrano. That Burgess defense was not ready, dog. I can't hear you, dog. That's all I'm saying. I can't hear shit out of your mouth. I ain't saying nothing, dog. Because let me tell you. Don't let me find out, homie. You know what I'm saying? You cannot sleep on my dog. Joel Swan. Didn't I tell you he was going to lead the city in Russia? You did? You were like... Yeah. 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 Well, he got more yards than Aaron Dumas right now. We're week two. It ain't my fault. We, hey, season might end tomorrow. Homie, that means he's leaving Russia. Yo, yo, no, I'll, disrespect to Aaron hey, Dumas. Let man. me, Poor I'll dude, g- man. They couldn't play, man. I'll give you some props. Okay. You okay. saw something in um, Joel Serrano. Joel Serrano. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was enough for me to pull up his film, dog. Hmm. But even the highlights that we had on nine overtime last night, <laughs> he had that run up the middle, dog, and he dragged that whole Burgess defense dog. about forty yards downfield. I'm, you know what, man? I'm you know happy. what? So like, I'm, I'm disappointed right now in Burgess, dog. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> they got Tavorce Jones, they got AJ Caldwell, they got Alec Marenko. They need about six more Alec Marenkos, dog. <laughs> And they're letting me down, man, because they're not going out there and executing, man. Dog, sometimes, sometimes the hype gets too much for something. Yeah, I believe it. You know I believe I mean? it. And Delvaya said, look, hey, you, y'all talking about all these other Let teams. Let me tell you what said, homie. Stop sleeping on Yeah. Stop sleeping on Stop sleeping on <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never going to live this one down, oh, dog. That's what Delvaya is saying. Don't listen. Uh-huh. Hey, you know what? But when I was watching uh, Serrano's uh, huddle film, he is running with 
fear. He is running with passion. Running he is running hill, with baby. heart. He is running that thing, dog. He is going to drag your ass 10 <laughs> yards downfield. And you got to love that about him. And kudos to you for recognizing that in him. Is he a better back than Aaron Dumas and Tavoris Jones? Listen, I, I dig me some Joel Serrano. I think he's a hard worker. Three different backs, though. Three different kind of backs. Right. Tavoris does his thing. Aaron Dumas is obviously Aaron Dumas. Joel's just dog. He does it all. Not only is he running the rock, he's kicking field goals, he's punting. He does it all. He does it all. Yeah, but you know, one thing that he doesn't have to face is when you're going up against America's, you got Aaron Dumas, right? So you're, as, as a head coach, I'm putting together a game plan to shut down Aaron Dumas. When I'm Burgess, when I'm going up against Burgess and I'm going up to against Tavoris Jones, I'm putting together a defense. I'm stacking the box to stop Tavoris Jones. Maybe Joel Serrano hasn't seen that yet, but in his first week one and week two performances, teams are going to start loading the box on him and trying to shut him down, forcing them to beat them in the air. Did you not see the last play that they just <laughs> that they've been posted and playing all day? I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Listen, I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping on Joel Serrano any longer, dog. Week two. <laughs> How many times he come that? <laughs> I couldn't wait. Hey, you know hey, Joel. Joel. It was that pep talk last week. Yeah, man. Maybe that, that worked. It was that pep talk, homie. Maybe he's listening. Joel, don't forget, dog. Listen maybe, to me. Maybe he's part of that 6,000. L- listen to me, son. I put my name on you, man. So that's the way to, hey, that's the way to run the He rock, has not bro. let you down he in any way, man. Jay, man. Hey. That, the effort. I mean, it's not yeah. the, it's, it's the effort when you see him, when, when defenders are, are, are going into him, he is still driving and fighting dog and that's what you want in every one of your players at the high school level man you know, at, at any level man he just doesn't have any quit in him there's something you'll never say when he's running the rock because there's a lot of running backs where you're like dude stop dancing yeah nah he only know one step homie that's front right Dang. there he puts his foot in the ground he gets north and yep. south he doesn't care who's in his way he is running straight to the end zone, dog, taking down whoever's in his way. So, Joel Serrano, hey, man, you are on my radar. Hey, I'm going to take this moment right now for Joel Serrano because he's deserved it, man. He was, I think, district MVP last year uh, in his division. He showed and proved himself in two weeks, man. I'm going to go ahead and Stansberry certify Joel Serrano on episode 13 of the Colder Zone. Congratulations, Joel Serrano, your offensive line, and the whole Del Valle crew. Yeah. One family, one destiny. Is that still going on? Yeah. 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 Shit. Joel Serrano, 183 yards, three touchdowns yesterday against Burgess, homie. In fact, in fact, speaking of Burgess, let's go ahead and go to the panel. Okay. Let's see who everybody <laughs> selected, though. No, hold up. Okay, so. I need Robert- a drink. I need a drink. Hold on. Where's my drink at? <laughs> <laughs> let's see who the panel picked, man. Robert Godinez, Joseph Iglesias. Yeah, it says Ed Stansbury on here, dog. All picked Burgess to win. Hey, well, last but week I told you I was rolling with Burgess, dog. That's not that's not a point for but, y'all three. That was before I jumped you, off the train. Listen now. Now, 
Be the best. Jimmy McClain, Prep One, Jesse Tovar, the coach, and your homie Jay Flo, man. We went with Del Vice, so we're all getting a point. Good. So all that's right. the way to separate. You know what? All that right. was that's not okay. only was that the best thing that's that okay. that happened last week, but us us separating like that. You see, and I'd be up right now because you know I chose Mountwood on oh, yeah. the purchase. Okay. All right. Dog, all I'm saying is this. Listen. listen hey, to what have I'm you seen you. Batman lately? Don't sleep on me. Don't sleep on me, <laughs> me and my homie Joel Serrano. Hey. Don't sleep on us, though. Hey. Hey, congratulations to the Dove White Conquistadors, man. Hey, that was a team effort out there um, yesterday, hey, Coach. Dog. Hey, Coach Gardner, uh, uh, Karch is dead. Hit me up, dog. He, call, he calling me out on Twitter, dog. You know what he's telling you, right? He said, don't say. Let's go. Wow. Who we got for our second matchup in our top five, Jay? All right, so we had to stop there because our other, our other three matchups. So what canceled. are the games that were canceled um, in our top five matchups? Pebble that, Hills. Pebble Hills. the uh, Eastwood. Eastwood and the Conatheo El Dorado game. Okay, and so that left us with who else? It was just those two, but the other two games that we decided to add, which we didn't get points for because it was just last minute, it was the Chapin Andrews and Austin Horizon. Oh, and that Chapin Andrews game was a game, dog, on a controversial call at the end, right? A lot better game than I thought it was going to be. I'll be honest with you. Hey, because we, you know, Andrews taking down Franklin in week one, we thought they were going to roll. Dog, I Chapin, think, dog. Dog, I think Chapin only had like 180 yards total offense week one. So hey, I'll like, tell you what, though. Mason Standifer, Chapin High School, mm-hmm. he's a starter as a sophomore. He's back as a junior. He won our our accuracy competition last year in the quarterback oh, challenge right. for 915 yes. Showcase. Yes. You know, he didn't have that many yards passing in week one. He had almost 100 yards rushing, but he's an athlete, dude. He can make things happen for the Chapin Huskies. And obviously, you got Coach Ryan Warner there who has come over from uh, Franklin uh, High School. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's been there, the offense coordinator, for the last couple of years. He is the head man back at his alma mater, Chapin High School, and they put up a fight. Not only did they put up a fight, they put themselves in a position to win this game and to beat a tough Andrus team, dog, because, yo, I was getting messages all week about Andrus Mm -hmm. and how they came out in week one against that Franklin team, and these players are running this team. You got a a veteran coach and Coach Woodruff, but – it comes down to the leadership of these of this team, the players. And I was hearing stories of the players gathering each other, hyping themselves up, getting themselves together, and getting ready for the game. And when you have that dog, it's hard to beat a team like that. They're going to find a way to win it at the end. Absolutely. So, like, when I thought earlier in the week, when I heard, you know, the Andrus and, like, the Chapin game, you know, this is, like, the crown for like the beast of the Northeast dog. I was so pissed off. Cause I'm like, dude, did Irvin drop off that bad? And the answer is, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Andy, <laughs> yeah. Andy asked me, asked me that question last night at nine overtime. And you know, like, 
Yo, in the 90s, it was Irvin Andrews, right? Parkland yes. was never in the mix, man. Right. Maybe in the 80s, Parkland had some good teams. But in the 90s, it was Irvin Andrews. Uh, Jay, when we were at Irvin, we, we never lost to Andrews High School. We left and graduated. Chapin was built. Chapin became a powerhouse. Andrus was the beast of the Northeast. And there were some power struggles going on back and forth right over the next 10 years. And then Parkland, uh, when Kirkland got there, uh, you know, they were dominant for maybe the last five years here in El Paso, right? They were the beast of the Northeast. They were. They were. But let's. But Andrus is saying now, look, hey, homie, yo. And I love it, dog. We run, or we run this side of town. Yeah, at least. Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen. listen uh, I love some Andrews Eagles, man. I got nothing but respect for them. Jeremiah Toski, man. You know, I'm over here looking at these stats. What a balanced night for them. Jeremiah Toski, 112 yards. He was 10 for 15, and then Keandre Jones, dog, 16 carries, 115 yards. Dog, you cannot beat that, man. And then. Toski, which I love seeing when I look at Max Preps, I love seeing four or five different wide receivers that are catching the ball. That means he's going through his, his progressions. Progressions of, okay, this is where I need to be looking. Yeah, That's but, a hey, senior veteran, like well, you said. Well, well don't, don't, don't. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Jeremiah Cooper is his number one target, man. I think he had nine receptions uh, in week one. But yes, Toski, the senior veteran quarterback that we talked about, I got a message from his family last week and in defense of that loss to Irvin. Toski went out with a collarbone injury. I think mm-hmm. he broke his collarbone. And they were saying that was the only reason we lost that game. Well, but I don't know about that. In that yeah. win-loss column, it doesn't say the quarterback broke his collarbone. It's either a W or an L. So something that we need to pay attention to this year because Andrews has been reeled with injuries at the quarterback position. Can that offensive line keep Jeremiah Toski healthy this season? That's going to be the difference maker in their season this year. Mark my words. Great question. Great, But you know what? They have a great running game, dog. Keandre Jones. That's his second, like, 100-yard game, dog. Hey, Andrews, dog, going back to the beginning of time, (laughs) Andrews has speed, dog. Hey, always had a they can hand team. the ball off to anybody, and I guarantee you he's running four, 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 five out there. So Keonjay Jones is the next man up, and he's doing the damn thing. Three touchdowns already on the season, 241 yards, averaging eight yards per carry. That's the type of athlete, that's the type of running back you want to have uh, in that position going into the season. For sure. So Andrus 21, uh, Chapin 19, like you said, man, that two-point conversion from what I was told is a bit controversial, man. So it was Chapin going for two. Going for two. To tie it up. To tie it to up. To take it in OT. The ball, they're, they're saying that the ball didn't cross the line, but uh, I guess it looked like it, it did. did. I don't know, homie. I Do we need pylon? Do we need to hit up BSN and we need them pylon cameras? <laughs> Yo, so just real quick, man, on this whole streaming deal, like I know it was last minute for all the districts, and I know it was tough to set all that up. Some districts look phenomenal online, and they're easy to get to, but damn, some of them are a little bit tough. Well, so 915 Showcase Live, your show, we did here from 915 Showcase Studios, right? Yeah. Here on the west side, and Jay, like, we were trying to pull up different games, 
And dog, like I had to cancel my credit card and, and order a new one. They wanted my, they they said it was a free service, but they wanted my credit card to validate. No. It. it was difficult to even get onto a game to stream it. But yo, I saw a lot of pictures last night on, on social media. Parents are driving to the game, right? And they're parking outside of the fence and they're just, you know, standing up in their truck or whatever with binoculars and doing whatever they do to to, to see the game. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't easy for us to just pull up a game and watch it. Not at least on uh, on our system here with the with the computer and everything that we were trying to do. A lot of these are apps or mobile apps that you pull up the game and you can watch it that way. Uh, the the Riverside, um, what was it? The Riverside game we pulled up on YouTube uh, live. Yeah, and that, that was, was pretty that good. was nice. Yeah, we could hear the commentary and everything everything from the game uh but dog you know hey it's COVID 19 and i know it was tough to yeah. set that up man but some some schools who was it um it was a del Valle game looked great yeah and that was it you know that and like those the were only really games that, that we could see yeah until we got into the studio uh but uh anybody else in our top five matchups jay all right so let's finish out with uh we went with last minute we went austin and horizon Ooh. Let's take a let's I was going for Horizon in this game. Let's take a let's take a couple of minutes to acknowledge uh Ernie Garcia um out at Horizon running back. We missed oh. out. So like when we do our top five J, like we have our spreadsheet, we put everything in, and we just totally neglected Ernie's stats and and didn't get him in there. He would have been the fifth guy on there for mm-hmm. week one, right? Yeah. Um Am I worried? I I, I feel bad because he didn't get on that week one. Right. But after watching his film and seeing his stats, dog, he's going to be on that yeah. top five yeah. throughout the entire season, I'm not man. Even, listen, I'm not even worried about it. His family, um, I think it was his pops and his moms and aunts and uncles, they're like De- devastated almost, devastated. man. And we felt bad about yeah. that. And we'll take, you know what? I'll take it, man. I'll take the hit on that. But. Remember, like, we have a timeline yeah. for us to put this stuff out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Ernie Garcia, I mean, he had, like, four four or five touchdowns total. Yeah, dog. He, he was running the ball, catching the ball. And I recognized him on the showcase show on Friday. Yeah, yeah. So, so Ernie Garcia, you on our radar. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to the whole Horizon team. They took an L this week. But, yo, they were competitive. And that's something we really haven't seen. Oh, from the Scorpions in hey, the last couple of out, years. Shout out to Coach Melendez, man. You know, he I think it's is this his third, fourth, fourth yeah, year? Yeah, his third or fourth year at Horizon. Dog, he is coming up, and he's having these kids believe him, man. Almost going down that same route as Coach Recorder. He's getting these kids believing. You know what? We can compete. Yeah. Not only can we compete, yeah. we can win these yeah. games. Yeah, we're not showing up to take the L. We're going to mm-hmm. fight, and we're going to make this a competition. Yes. And that's what they yes. did. Um, in week two and Ernie Garcia like yo we apologize but we have you on the radar man this dude hey he has a turnover he has a cycle that looks just like Tavores Jones man he's a baller dog yeah he's a baller yeah so uh shout out to you Ernie um and keep keep pushing on man through uh through this 2020 season man yeah so I'm looking at some of these stats right now like I told you in the earlier episodes man I there's a thing about Horizon I like I like me some Jacob Kihas, man, the quarterback. Great game, dog. 18 for 24, 217 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown. He threw a pick, 
But, dude, he had a phenomenal game. And, of course, just like you just mentioned, dog, Ernie Garcia, 16 carries, 152 yards, four touchdowns. Who did they play? Austin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good Austin Panther defense, dog. Yeah. You got Will. You got Isaiah. You got all these new guys that are stepping up um, in that program, man. Like, yo, they didn't even have to have Will. Um Running the rock. Real was out there being the lead back, the lead fullback for a new guy that stepped up, a sophomore, I believe. And so kudos to uh, Coach Pichardo and the Austin Panthers, man. They are still going to do everything they can uh, to to fight their way into a district championship uh, if we get there in this 2020 season. Absolutely. So Austin, uh, just to finish out, uh, Austin 46. Horizon 32, Horizon uh, is 1-1, one and one, and so is Austin. But, hey, shout-out to the Scorpions, man. Congratulations. You guys keep balling, man. Keep at it. You know what I'm saying? And that's going to wrap up our top five matchups for week two. Hey, week two, man. I jumped off of that train on a couple of these stops, <laughs> dog. <laughs> you're going to hear this shit, dog. There's no way in hell you're going to be doing no, this No, dog, shit. no, 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 no. That's football. That's sports, dog. Like, a team is performing different than what you expected i have the chance i have the opportunity to jump off at the train all right so that's that's what we learned in week two when man. you start getting the at stansbury shit i won't hear it no more yeah man well at least i'm getting it on my own now but <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys everybody that is the warm-up for week two Episode 13 of the Colder Zone. Thank you guys so much. 6,000 downloads and subscribes. We love you guys. From Jason Flores and Ed Stansberry. Here we go. Gia. I'm living in the colder zone. And I just don't know why my youth have become my life so. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm living in the colder zone. And I just don't know. Top View Fitness has been changing lives all over El Paso since they were established in 2018. They believe that fitness is not a hobby, but a way of life. They founded their facility to be the second home for all of their customer and clients. Whether you exercise every day or you've never stepped into a gym before, Top View Fitness can help shape the new you. They want to be your next workout partner. So give them a call. 915-504-5885. Also, check out their new location opening up this week on the west side of El Paso, right across from UTEP, Top View 24-7, located at 2800 North Stanton. Tell them Ed Stansberry and Jason Flores from the Colded Zone sent you. They are changing this community by promoting wellness through personal or sports-specific training. Give them a call, 915-504-5885. Gia! Let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Hey fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody I don't care who it is, this is a brotherhood And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied If one of us go down, we have another and another, and another, that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them, bang them, bang them.
That's still tight, dog. Yeah, dog. <laughs> that ain't never going to get old. Jay, um, as we get into 915 Showcase, our top five performances. So this has been – week one was difficult for us, right? It was. Because not a lot yeah, of the teams are putting their stats in to max preps. And although we were getting stats in from the players, uh, some of the parents were sending in the stats. Like, we need to verify this. Yes. Via, via max preps and yes. some of these teams that we've learned throughout the years right mm-hmm. it's part of their strategy to put in the max preps put in their stats for the previous week as late as they can right yeah. and if that's the strategy you rolling with that's good but for the top five performances dog you ain't gonna make it on the oh, list man. so again yeah. when the parents yeah. and everybody is asking us like look we, we we're not gonna go off of what somebody text us or what somebody message us unfortunately we though, need dog, because- we need to verify it because there are some kids like I, I think about the Montwood kid the receiver right mm-hmm. um, he was on the list they had his yards but he didn't have his touchdowns he would have easily been the number one receiver oh. Receiver oh, yeah. for week one, but yeah. we couldn't verify it uh, via max prep. So I think we put them at two or three, right? Yes. Yeah, so, yep. I mean, those are things that we work with and we deal with going through it. But for everybody else, because we had some players that were talking about uh, El Dorado kid that was fifth and he should have been number one. Like, let's go through what we go through all of our different protocols for picking our top five because we're just not throwing names up there, right? Yeah, so this is what And it's we... not just – this ain't fantasy football either, man. Nah. Like, you could have a 1,000 yards in a game, but if you took an L, homie, you ain't – you don't get that number one spot. These are performances to help you win that helped your team win a game. That's right. A perfect explanation. So of two, exactly. so two years ago, and yes. I was, I was very stern with this dog. Like we didn't two years ago, we didn't have anybody that that had a loss on our top five. Yeah, we did away with that last year because there were some performances, there were some matchups, there were some games where it came down to the last play, right? Mm-hmm. It came down to the fourth quarter. And these guys really did have an impact. So we decided as a committee that we were going to allow some of these guys that had losses but still had great performances into the top five. But let's go through what we go through um, every week when we come up with our top five performances. All right, so our number one concern, just like you mentioned, this is a team game, um, is wins and losses, E. Right. Right, so just like you said, if you take an L and you have 1,000 yards that game, you're going to be in our top five. There's no doubt about that. But you're not going to be number one. You've got to come up with that W. So that means that means you got to do everything possible to help your team win. Whether you got to jump on defense, I don't know what it is. Yeah, because it was dog. dog. So the the circumstance, at least this last week that we were talking about, was Carmela's card from El Dorado balled out, balled, balled. seven yep. seven receptions, two hundred yards, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right, nobody else in our top five list had three touchdowns. But he took an L, dog. And how many of those touchdowns came when Pebble Hills ran there, but mm-hmm. in the third and fourth quarter? Yeah, so they need to understand that, dog. <laughs> when they had the backups in. Yeah. Because that game wasn't even close. And I fell for the dude, dog. Two yards. Hey, 
he did what he had to do. But as far as our top five performances, he made the list at number five, but that's why he was number five with seven receptions for 200 yards and three touchdowns. You made number five, but you took the L. So Carmela's card, it wasn't, it wasn't K Carr that was catching the heat. It was, it was his homies, dog. Dudes that graduated like three years Good ago Lord. that were, that were giving us all the heat on, on Instagram. Good Lord. But that is the reason. And that's why we want to explain how we go through our process with the po- top five performances. What else you got, Jay? All right. So the second thing we look at is the strength of schedule. Yes. Right. Strength of schedule, meaning. So I kind of feel sometimes for some of these teams that that have no control over it. Right. right? I mean, it's not Riverside's fault that they're playing somebody like a San Ellie that right. struggles a little bit. Right. And they rack up yards like right. that. Well, right? so, so for we week, have to take that in consideration. Yeah. So for week three, like this is something we'll look at next week. Right. Is mm-hmm. America's is playing Socorro. Aaron Dumas may put up 600 yards. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like he really might put up six hundred yards. So we'll we'll play that in to factor when we're coming up with the top five list, man. But those are just some of the things that we talk about. Like it's, what it's something we have to consider because let me tell you. So the first one is wins and losses. Strength of schedules are second, and impact in the game. Yeah, you know, did you? Did you just get two carries and you took it 90 yards and then you were done? Or, like, maybe you scored the winning touchdown where you had the 180 yards, 18 carries for that second touchdown. We try to find out the whole picture, right? Yes. Right? Not just a snapshot. Like, we we dig in um, to get the whole picture on on who who deserves that spot. And, hey, we messed up in week one, right? We left out Ernie Garcia. We talked about it in the warm-up for uh, Horizon. He balled out there. And and we, we that was our bad. That mm-hmm. was our bad. He should have been in that top five. And it happens, dude. Like, look, we're not perfect, but we try to do the best we can. And we've done a great job consistently throughout the last four years. Absolutely. So the last thing we look at is stats. Yeah. See what kind of numbers you got, homie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but again, wins and losses, strength of schedule, impact in the game, and stats. Yeah. You can write that down. You can record me, whatever you want to do. So before you start hitting us up on social media saying, why are you sleeping on my homie? Yeah. You know what I mean? What I don't want to hear is, don't sleep on me. I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> the only time you hear that is when Joel's trying to get the rock. Hey. But anyway. Seriously, please consider what your homie and who your homie played and who's in front of him. Like, who else balled out? There could be four or five other guys that balled out that played some really tough teams. Another thing that I want to address, Jay, is, you know, we talk a lot about these huddle accounts, right? Mm -hmm. And we talk a lot about these performances, right? And what's the difference in Tavorce's Jones play versus somebody else, maybe like a a, a different running back that maybe is not getting a lot of attention here in the Sun City from recruiters, Mm -hmm. right? Like, dog, like, you can't, as a receiver... If there's a blown coverage and you catch a a 10-yard slant route and take it to the house, um, you can't equate that to somebody that caught that same 10-yard route and made five guys miss and then took it to the house. Yeah. There's a difference. Sure right. Is. Yeah. There's a difference in the defense dropping the ball. Like, for your team, yes, 
seven points or six points is six points. But for the next level, for a Division One recruiter, can you make somebody miss? Can you go up and grab that ball um, that maybe wasn't thrown directly to you? Those are the things that that these Division One, these Division Two coaches are looking at in the huddle film. So uh, if if you run that rock and and that 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 linebacker trips and you happen to take it to the sideline and take it down to the field, hey, props to you, man. But look. Can you make defenders miss? Can you break tackles? What are your yards after contact? Those are the things. Those are the tangibles that these recruiters at the next level are looking at. It's like you said in the last episode, dog, we're not giving out any kind of certificates, dog. Yeah. I'm, we're not giving that. So, it, you know, to be honest with you, dog, if you make our top five, dog, you balled out. Yeah. No doubt about you it. You balled out. There's no question. Because if you want to make somebody else's top five or top seven or top, top eight or top ten, <laughs> then take yourself over there and tell them, hey, put me in it. Yeah. Listen, we put our time in. We think and we've seen some yeah, ballers Yeah, we have come, conversations. Right? Yeah, we talk about it. We pull up the film. We look at it. We verify the stats because we want to make sure that we do a good job in putting these top five guys out there. And we do make mistakes occasionally. But we got a system that is a good system for making sure we recognize the top five performances in El Paso. Yeah. So that's that's it, dog. Yeah. That's going to be the last time we're going to talk about this shit. <laughs> but we're still going to get the heat. And you know what? Dog, I had to if turn you... the comments off on Instagram, dog. These, dogs, these the... guys were talking about Stanley certified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, you need to get your hoodie that says Stanley certified. Stanley yeah. certified, man. Hey. Man, get out of here with that, man. Yeah, but... Dog, we're doing a great deal for the kids, man. Keep balling. If you're mad at me, then go. Then keep balling every week. Yeah, yo, your yeah. time will show come, up dog. next week, man. Your, your only, time will come. You're only good as your next game, dog. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so put it together, fellas. Jay, hey, we're gonna end this one quick, dog. But El Paso, thank you guys so much, man. Thank you for everything from all the downloads, all the subscribes, six thousand downloads. Jay, this last episode. We had over a thousand downloads in less than four days, man. Mm. So you guys are out there and you're listening, and we thank you so much for subscribing to the Coldest Zone. For Jason Flores and Ed Stansberry, this is the Coldest Zone, episode 13. Gia! Slow like the runner from a killer by bye Turn my slow, can someone please tell me what we fight for? About to kick off your dog. Jay Brooks flip the message now. Gunmen coming like a silent sniper. Kill him on slow like the runner from a killer by bye Turn my slow, can someone please tell me what we fight for? About to kick off your dog. Jay Brooks flip the message now. Listen, forget to use who laugh, but them not play. To all my boys of 45 and 88. It seems like there's three talk for every day. But I know there's not much left to say. To all the warriors who need no song. To all the men who know and love the Lord. For all the soldiers who ain't afraid to die. Listen, I'm living in the coldest zone. And I just don't know why my youth have become my life.
I just don't know why my youth have become a bit mad I like so 